What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? You are on the sidelines with the sideline guys. And today, people, today, I have the honor of being joined once again by the pod father himself, Derek Myers. How's it going, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have the pleasure of being joined by the the maestro himself. <laughs> Look at this guy. What, what, yes, what a legend. <laughs> Just throwing back to the host. Hey, man, it, once again, it's always a pleasure to be with the, the reason we're here. God damn it. The creator of OTS Media. And while we're on the topic, why don't you let the people know where they could find all of the great things we have going on at OTS? Yes, sir. Well, um, follow follow the brand OTS Media Co. on social media, all social media pages, um, uh, OTS Media on YouTube. Please hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Um, there's a lot of great stuff that's coming. Um, Realish will be returning uh, this week, um, and and Life's a Botch is coming back as well. Uh, there's a lot of great exciting things we have a big announcement coming up uh for you guys as well um so definitely be uh tuned in for that um so yeah i think you guys are gonna enjoy it heck yeah with all the pleasantries out there why don't you tell them also where they could find you specifically brother oh specifically uh derek underscore ots that's d-e-r-r-i-c-k the black way to spell it Yes, sir. Make sure you're following him on all social media platforms as well. We got a lot of really cool stuff brewing this year, but it's, this month especially. We're coming in hot, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, on sir. Uh, Friday, you have another TSG Live to look forward to, you guys. So make sure that you keep your eyes peeled for that. And you could also find me at Negrong MMA on TikTok as well as Twitter. Make make sure you check out the TikTok. I'm really trying to build the brand over there. Been having a lot of fun uh, cutting up some of the clips from the show and um, really want to start adding in some more actual fight clips too. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but damn, we got it. We got an actual show to get into. God damn it. Yes, uh, really excited to talk about the news that we have across the NBA world. And then of course, super wild card weekend in the NFL. Uh, but first off, we got to start on a little bit of a sad note. Of course, John ja Moran, it has been announced that he is out for the rest of the season. Um, Shout out to Woj for uh, the way he reported it. I think a lot of people sort of read what he said and didn't really understand what it meant and started mm -hmm. sort of attacking him for the way he um, let out the tweet about the injury. But I thought it perfectly explained what happened. And I have a little bit of experience understanding what a subluxation is because of MMA. Uh, so I figured I'd give a little context that clearly uh, some of the people in his mentions were lacking. Uh, but mm -hmm. basically, to make a long story short, um, he had suffered from a subluxation, which is when your shoulder actually pops out of the socket. Um, and this is an injury that is very common, obviously, when you have something like a, a tear, which uh, it is confirmed that he has. Um, but usually when this happens, it's not as if he is already aware that the tear exists, right? It's just a matter of the shoulder itself slipping out. It's a very painful injury. And um, 
There's a lot of people that'll tell you there's certain ways to pop it back in place. Um, just get to a doctor, right? Don't don't let a couple of different random people start yoking on your arm uh, because I've seen a champion MMA deal with that issue where everyone knew how to set it back and were trying to set it back. And then he was out for two years after that uh, because of the damage done to his shoulder. So obviously a completely that? different situation. Yuri uh, Prohachka, who recently come oh. back um he he lost his uh title shot opportunity when coming back against alex Pereira. uh but uh, he is signed for a fight for ufc 300 so look out for yuri prohachka um going up against i believe it is alexander rakic um at ufc 300 but uh with all that being said john moran suffered that um subluxation and then afterwards they realized that he had this uh labrum tear which is just a terrible injury um yeah obviously prayers up to him and his family i hope uh he goes through a speedy recovery from this injury uh but the timing is just terrible with all things considered obviously he was just coming mm -hmm. back from that 25 game suspension and then this unfortunate injury occurs um obviously we could talk about the outlook for the grizzlies and all those other things moving forward but what was your initial reaction when hearing the news shock because it like came out of nowhere right but i think um my understanding was, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding was that he suffered this injury during practice or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like one of those things. I I, I was completely thrown off. I think the game prior to, he was like like a, a late scratch or something like that. Um, So, I mean, just shock, man. Just shock because it, it sucks, especially for, for the Grizzlies because, like you said, he just came back from, from, his, uh, from his suspension. And you saw how um, ignited that team looked, like with him just being back. They looked like they were just like, like stuck out there in the ocean before it before the suspension was over. And once he came back, like they they were like just hitting on all cylinders. So uh, he's out. I think Marcus Smart is out for like four to six weeks with a um, finger injury. Um, so yeah, I mean at this point. I don't know what <laughs> what they could actually do. I don't think there's a there's a there's a reason to do anything this season for them. You know, I think um I was saying um a couple weeks ago that I thought that um because of the whole Steven Adams injury, it would make sense for them to go get Dwight Howard because he could play the same a similar role to to um to Adams uh, in that in that offense, but uh, at this point there's there's no reason to do anything just just go get the new the, the highest picking yet and and gear up from next season because there's nothing they're going to do this year yeah it's really unfortunate man i couldn't agree with you yeah. more litany of injuries right between uh yeah. steven adams uh brandon clark uh brandon just so clark, many different yeah. guys on that team and obviously before this uh you could always say hey, that's self-imposed but regardless there's so many different people losing time from the team and obviously that uh, that always affects things uh, just an unfortunate way for this to all play out. Like you said, man, he came back and they were galvanized, right? I think they won yeah. four straight right out the gate and uh, yeah, were just yeah. looking really competitive in a way that they weren't before that. Um, so, yeah, man, if you got, um, why am I forgetting his name? Desmond Bame on, on your fantasy team is looking good for you. Uh, yeah. But besides that, there's, yeah. there's no positive outlook really to be had here. I mean, obviously that injury too is a tricky one to come back from. Right. So that, that's my primary concern, obviously with mm -hmm. a player that's so explosive like Ja, 
uh, to be comfortable in just moving around again normally, let alone uh, returning to basketball activities. So uh, just a, a shitty situation all around, like we said, and uh, just really hope he gets back to training shape quickly, let alone to play again, man. I won't be surprised if this is an injury that trickles into next year, unfortunately. Yeah, that would suck, but I mean, kind of is what it is at this point. I I, I think you know if it, it's good that they caught it early though. That's the one thing that that I am happy for that they caught it early and they were able to take care of it um as soon as possible. So yeah, it's it's it, it sucks, but we got it. Yeah, man, it's tough, but uh, fortunately, uh, he has a lot of the best doctors in the country uh, to try to mend certain things like this, right? Whenever I hear about stories like this in MMA, it's a different kind of heartbreaking because not only yeah. are they not going to be able to make money by actually fighting, uh, but most of the time they're not covered even by insurance if they weren't uh, injured yeah. in an actual competition. So uh, thankfully, the the mechanisms of the NBA are much better for situations like this uh, than it would be in MMA. Uh, but next up, we move on to our NFL wi Super Wild Card Weekend preview. Dude, we got so many different things to talk about uh, in the wide world of the NFL, uh, but none more pressing than everyone just losing a goddamn job. Just you, you can't <laughs> keep a job, goddammit. Um, as soon as the regular season was over, uh, there was the yeah. announcement of many different uh, firings between Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, one that I'm sure had you particularly smiling, uh, Arthur Smith, Mike Vrabel, Ron Rivera, and then of course, Brandon Staley all fired right after the season. I mean, right before the season ended too, we got Frank Reich's firing too. So uh, this always happens, right? This is to be expected with the turnover in the league, but I got to ask you, Derek, what do you think is the most attractive destination for a potential coach, right? Uh, regardless of who that may Ooh. be of all these teams that have vacancies attractive i would say the chargers honestly like because of all the vacancies which team is the one that you think can't contend immediately with like like just the right coach there that would be the chargers they 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 seem to be um without any identity so i i would say definitely the chargers um i think what, what would be a fun team uh to 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 coach Atlanta would probably be a good fun fun team to to coach at this point. Um, they have a lot of um, a lot of nice good pieces. I think they have the ability to do something uh, next year, depending on you know who they're drafting, if they're able to sign any free agents, um, but mainly who the coaches. I I think one of the things that that throws me off is um, and I I don't know why. Arthur Blank. Um, Smith. Uh, no, no, no. But but the owner, the owner. <laughs> oh, okay. <I> mean, <laughs> the owner. Yeah. Um, was 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 throwing me off about him is you know apparently they had the opportunity to go get L Lamar Jackson, and they they bypassed that opportunity. Um, and huh? I said thank God. <laughs> go oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, for yeah, for you, yeah. <laughs> but when you're talking about uh a team like Atlanta, like think about how different they would look if they just had Lamar Jackson with Bijan Robertson and Kyle Pitts, who I think if you get the right coach, Kyle Pitts is going to have an immediate impact within the right system. Bijan Robertson obviously will have the right 
a uh, 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 great impact with the right with the right coach. But you have to get that that specific quarterback that can actually do what you need them to do. And having a Lamar Jackson here in Atlanta would have definitely been something that would have been fun to see. Um, and they would have probably been, you know, they def- I think they definitely would have won the division had they had Lamar there. But, uh, you know, it depends um, on what you see. I think also Washington could be a, a very intriguing option, depending on who you're talking to. I almost want, like, you know what? Like, you made, you made a valid point beginning of the season, and I thought about it as soon as Ron Rivera got fired. That they they hired Bienemy for his eventual replacement, and it's the smart move to make. But I almost wonder if they're going to overthink this, right? Like if 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 that is even who they're going to hire, because I can see an op- a, 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 a opportunity where he's not there. I can see that actually taking place where they're not where they don't hire the right guy for the job. They hire who they want. Now this is new ownership, so we might be applying, you know, Dan Snyder logic to this this franchise right now. But I can't help but to apply that to this logic to to, to this franchise at this point. We'll see what happens. Rivera obviously wasn't the coach that they they wanted, or at least this ownership uh, team wanted. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But the enemy makes the most sense, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Dude, there's so many different angles I got to jump in here with now because you, you took yeah. my thunder a little, right? You took my second my option. You took my third <laughs> option. I got to go fourth option now. Uh, but I agree. We could talk quickly about all of these teams. Um, as far as this whole Washington scenario, I find it really strange, too, because like you said, you have the, the clear successor, in my opinion, or who you would want from the start in this position. If you ask me, the fact that he's had this job for this long has kind of always been strange to me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even through the the leadership changes, you, you would think um, with all due respect that this opportunity would have came earlier just because you could only galvanize the guys to not making the playoffs so many times right before right, 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 uh, right. you're, you're, you're right. not given that next year opportunity. But um, yeah, if the com- if the commanders were smart, I think they'd definitely um, move the enemy into this slot. And then you don't have a, a crazy extensive search to be done now, right? You just need to get an offensive coordinator. And I'm sure um, he has the the right context to pull from to get that guy, right? So um, yeah. it just it just makes sense. If it doesn't happen, like you mentioned, I'd actually be much more shocked at that um, than any of the guys we mentioned being fired, being slotted yeah. into any of these jobs, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, that would be surprising to me. But um to, to take the step back into um, the first team you mentioned, the Chargers, um, I agree, man. Off the rip, I would say they are the premier uh, location as far as where anyone should end up. I think um, the, the rumors have been for a while now that uh, Bill Belichick was interested in this scenario before this season even happened, right? So right. Um, that seems to be the direction that is headed. I'm not convinced that it's just on coaching though. I feel like the specifically yeah. the defensive ceiling on that team really fell out right underneath them. And yeah. um, I'm interested to see what, what kind of rebuilding they could do on that side of the ball, man, because it's so strange that you have people on that team that are considered to be capital P players and they're just gone um, after yeah. a year of dysfunction. So that that's a really weird team. And, and another team to side eye is almost like a, 
are you cursed? Like it, it's been so many years yeah. now. You've had a yeah. ton of issues. Um, it's hard yeah. not to question whether or not they're just on the wrong side of luck at this point. Yeah. So my, I would say my surprising, the one that actually shocked me was Mike Vrabel. Like I didn't see that one coming to be honest. I, I, I figured that was, you know, the, the team that probably just needed, you know, kind of like a little roster sh uh, shuffle or something like that, but nothing in terms of coaching. Um, and obviously his name is, is like, you're going to be hearing his name. Yeah. And then people are going to be talking about him a lot with these uh, vacancies. So I, I, I would assume he's going to, hmm. I almost wonder if um, Washington is going to look at him. Like I, I, I would assume you might hear his name with, with new England, but I mean, it sounded like Jared Mayo was going to be the one that was going to uh, be the successor anyway. So I, I kind of don't really believe that uh, whole idea. But Vrabel in, in, in Washington, maybe. We'll see. Um, look, Carolina is, is a team that I just – I don't even know what they're going to do. Tennessee, I get, right? Like they have some pieces that they can kind of work with. Carolina is kind of is just confused. They they've confused me because I I don't know what I don't know what the purpose of the roster structure was going into the season. So I told you I thought that whole um, uh, Miles Sanders pickup made no sense. Um, and you're going after what they got they got Hayden Hurst, right? Yes, Hayden Hurst and Adam Thielen. I I don't know how you, I don't know what the what the purpose was for that that roster yeah. structure, bro. That one was just so confusing. So. I'm intrigued to see what they do, but Washington That's an all and... race ball lineup right there. Yeah. If I ever heard one. Yeah. yeah. But you know what, to be honest, I think that new England is a very attractive destination though. Really? I would say it is. I would say it is because I think it's one of the ugliest. I... <laughs> the reason why I say it is because I think that I don't think Mike Jones is a horrible quarterback. Oh, Mac Jones, I'm sorry. I don't think Mac Jones is a horrible I'm about quarterback. I'm about to say, who? <laughs> I don't think he's a horrible quarterback. I, I think that um, you saw a lot of their issues start to become more apparent when Gonzalez and Judon went down for the season. Like, when those guys were there, New England was hovering. Like, they were losing games, but you saw them always, like, in it. They were not – they weren't losing by, like, big points. It was – Moral victories, obviously, but it wasn't something that you looked at and was like, what's wrong with this team? It, is, it was just like you could see they, they needed the pieces. I personally don't think Mac Jones is a quarterback you should give up on, but I could see it happening. Mm -hmm. I, that whole it, sappy situation always kind of confused me too because, yeah, I mean, if he's not really injured, why would you prevent who you would imagine yeah. is going to be your future uh, from yeah. starting it was a weird situation in the first place and i yeah. agree I, I tend to agree man i think mac jones shouldn't be given up on but at the same time um it kind of makes sense to me why new england would let belichick, belichick go why the mm. titans would let Vrabel go because it kind of seems like both of those situations are leading to a rebuild right more than mm -hmm. likely this mm -hmm. was derrick henry's last season in tennessee um, yeah. He he took the mic and and gave his little shout out to the fans there at the yeah. end. So definitely makes you feel like he's going to be a Raven next year. <laughs> I just got to just got to <laughs> throw it out there. Uh, but as far as actually like 
I don't know. As far as the New England goes to, I think they're not going to be good for uh, multiple years. And you not have to all. assume that even if, um, even if they end up getting whatever new coach comes into that role, that for a couple years, they're still going to be sucking. And you'll find out whether or not Mac Jones is someone that you actually want to uh, keep on your team. But I just found it weird all season. Why would you keep him out? Um, and, and play Zappy when at this point it's pretty clear you don't got a shot at winning, right, or winning the division. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, such a weird uh, move there by Belichick. But uh, once again, yeah. uh, no no shortage of people that will question him on this show, to say the least. Hey, man, look. <laughs> it's a show I, me I league, assume... God damn it. I, yeah, show I me. guess he was just at that point. He was just like, I just don't care anymore. You ever been at work where you just like, you, you just like, Let's say around like the Christmas season, right? You know you better go on break. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna really care about a lot of stuff going on, right? I, I, I felt like I felt like this was like an extended Christmas break uh, time for 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 Belichick. I don't think he really cared what was going on at that point. You know, on the way out the door. So whatever, man. I I am intrigued to see what happens um, with New England. I'm extremely intrigued to see what happens with uh, Washington, but. Yeah, Tennessee, I think they're – Tannehill's gone. You have to think so. I mean, you drafted two yeah. quarterbacks the last two years. You have to assume yeah. one of those guys are going to be put in that slot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine Tannehill's gone. I would imagine uh, Derrick Henry's gone. And then, I mean, they got some pretty promising wide receivers with Traylon Burks. And obviously um, yeah. Hopkins is still in that contract, if I'm not mistaken, for one more season. So – um, someone's gotta someone's gotta air it out right oh can you imagine like hopkins going to to arizona and not working out he thought he was, it was gonna be a championship team didn't work out you go to tennessee you kind of like roll the dice that's the team that gave you the most money what happens now with him a great question man i i would imagine wherever he goes he's not going to be looking to make the same kind of money he made this season no. i feel like it, he, nope. he got paid for this season last season um yeah more yeah. than likely yeah. he's just gonna be looking to, to contend and ring chase for sure you think you think he uh, uh pushes his way out and get a trade at this point um or, I mean, or do you honestly, think it's kind of like you made your bed yeah, you, you made your bed. You might as well stay with uh, the situation you got going on. I mean, it, what leverage does he have to push himself out, even if they decide to fully? I'm, I would assume they're still in a position where they are trying to contend next season, even if they lose all those pieces we talked about. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But another situation that you didn't even mention at all, Seattle, man, that was a, a shock yeah. to my system. Oh my. That That yeah. is one of the teams that I really feel – is the closest to having a uh, playoff level championship potential contender team. Um, I'm interested to see who ends up being the forefront of that job search. And most importantly, whether or not um, Geno Smith is the future, right? I mean, obviously this has been yeah. such a great storyline the last two years, um, but uh, obviously with the way things ended this year, it's unfortunate that immediately everyone's going to go back to questioning him, but no matter who ends up in this spot, um, it's it's kind of going to be looked at like Geno Smith is a one-year rental, right? If he does well, we'll keep him. If he mm -hmm. doesn't do well, mm -hmm. then we're going to look to draft. And that's just the reality of the situation he's in. But I think mm -hmm. overall, they have the pieces between 
between a good young run game and a bunch of young receivers, uh, no matter who's in that slot, it seems like they're going to ball out. And I just hope it is Geno Smith and he stays. Can you see a scenario where Russell Wilson comes back? Russell Wilson. Ooh, bro. I'm young Russell. Um, <laughs> bro, I'm tired. So is yeah. some, some, some names might get crisscrossed tonight. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you at all. Broncos country, let's ride. Um, let's if ride. I'm being real, I think he ends up somewhere like the Steelers or um, I don't know, just somewhere like that rather than ending up back in Seattle. I just feel like that was such a weird storyline too, right? Such a yeah, weird, yeah. like he, w- he was perceived um, 50-50 almost by his team. It kind of felt like, like 50% of the guys really liked them. 50% were like, man, this guy's fake. Um, and I don't think that stain leaves an organization. Like you can go somewhere else mm-hmm. and sort of reestablish yourself. But I, I would imagine no matter what, he's kind of going to be looked at like that in Seattle uh, for good, for good or for worse. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think he goes back there, um, but I don't think he should go anywhere at all. I think honestly, the, the new culture of, Hey, this is 2k. We got to fire up the trade machine. As, as soon as things yeah. start falling apart, it's kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, I get the ring chasing culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's put a little weight behind the actual agreements you're making guys, right? Like, do, do we have yeah. to every year uh, publicly vie for a trade? It, it's kind of ridiculous. No, I agree with that. I just, I just don't see, I don't. I personally don't see how it how he comes back to Denver at this point. That was a very weird situation. Unless Sean Payton is gone, and I don't know that they're going to move on from Sean Payton right now. Um, they should. They, they should. should. No, I I agree, but I I don't I don't think I don't see it happening. What if he decided to go to Atlanta? Oof. Your Oof, wife wait, is from who? there. Wilson. Your wife is from there. They need a quarterback. They need a, They desperately need a quarterback. You know, I, I, that would be a very intriguing uh, uh, look. I'm not sure that you're you're winning it. You know, you're definitely not winning a championship in Atlanta, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun yep. to watch. You know, another I think, team with a young defense too, right? Why not? Young, yeah, not young defense. Um, Kyle Pitts definitely his value goes up. For Drake sure. London as well. Drake London. A dog. Sure. I think out of those two guys, Drake London is the guy. I don't think oh, I don't sure. think yeah, yeah, no. is no, the, he guy. Is the guy. I feel like Drake London yeah. is the guy for sure. Drake London definitely is the guy, but you have those weapons there. It'd be it'd be a very interesting uh uh prospect. The play action alone, right? Just just yeah. wet dreams as a coach uh to have those yeah. two guys to run the play action with. Uh yeah, yeah, I actually really like that, right? Why why not? Throw yeah. in throw in a Mike Vrabel there in Atlanta. Uh it sounds no, amazing. Why not? Because right? you need look, even though the team is young, you need a a, a, a veteran mm-hmm. uh uh to come in there. You need yeah. a leader. Then they don't have a leader right now. It, it it that's the right word for it. They need a leader. That would be very intriguing. I I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And you know he could take uh, Sierra out on on many Waffle House dates if he wants. You know I was about to say this is a match made in heaven because I haven't even considered this at all. This is clearly an Atlanta yeah. insider. So shout out to you, Derek. That yeah, you, you, it's just something I just my thought about. eyes. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. get them in there. Get them in there. Send them to Atlanta. Hey, I love it. I would love to see it though. For sure, man. All of these yeah. different. I feel like. Um, 
none more so than New England just feels like, okay, this team is trash. Besides that, it right. feels like everyone has enough pieces that with uh, certain moves in the offseason, they could find themselves vying for a playoff spot. But, yeah. uh, man, the, the league is so volatile, right? We see that year in and year out, man. Uh, who's a contender and who's not can change on a dime. And that mm-hmm. leads us right into this super wild card discussion, man. I am so excited uh, just because of the matchups we have, right? It's such a, a different um, playoff picture, right, than we've recently had. So why don't we start on the Saturday games, Browns at the division winner, Houston Texans on 430 and Saturday. Man, Derek, I'm going to I'm gonna force you to lead the discussion on this one. How, how do you feel about this matchup in Houston? Bro. We talked about Houston beginning of the season, right? And how interesting that team was gonna be. I'm going with the Texans, man. I'm I'm picking the Texans to win this matchup. I think that um everything that D'Amico Ryans has has done uh down there and um Stroud, you know, I I think that's a nice young team that they have there. And you still have, if I'm not mistaken, they still have some picks that they can they can use. Uh, to 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 get some more players, so I, the future is bright for them, man. I, I I think Houston can make a really fast turnaround. Mm-hmm. I think they can make a real fast turnaround because where they were headed was pretty much hell. I mean, they, they that team was going nowhere fast. So to to be a team that people look at and actually like take seriously, I, I think I'm 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 excited to see what's going to happen with Houston. I agree with you, man. I think when you have a quarterback like C.J. Stroud at the helm, uh, it's hard to feel bad about any team like that, especially a young team. Uh, but unfortunately, I will be going with the Cleveland Browns, right? I, I'm an AFC North guy. I've got I've got the inside yeah, yeah, yeah. track on this. And as far as this yeah. matchup goes, um, I think this is a, a Houston team that isn't at its full capacity. I think if Tank Dell's playing, this is a completely different matchup. Um, and it really changes the dynamics there. I think because uh, we have to rely solely on Nico Collins in the offense and then the bizarre falling out of Damian Pierce, right? Be- going from what was considered yeah. to be a star emerging running back to now just basically a special teams guy uh, was one of the bigger shocks and one of the bigger pains to my fantasy uh, dynasty team. But uh, we, yeah. we don't got to get into that too much. <laughs> um, I-, I like this Texans team a lot too. I just think... Their running game at this point isn't really solidified. Shout out to Singletary. He did his thing this year. Don't get me wrong he in did. that role. Um, but I still think that their run game as a whole isn't shored up on top of obviously not having some of your biggest weapons. I think facing a defense, the caliber of the Cleveland Browns and then having the gunslinger right right off the bench. My guy, Joe Flacco. Uh, just taking naps on the oh, sidelines. Right? I completely forgot Flacco was 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 playing for them mm-hmm. it changes mm. things right who would have thought i'm changing my answer right now things. yeah i'm Damn. going to browns i'm changing i forgot all about that man wow wow, wow. joe flacco has that kind of a pull in 2024 yeah. man the year of yeah. our lord i i never yeah. would have thought that god damn i love it uh, but yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I feel like between Miles Garrett and Joe Flacco being able to keep up at least on that end offensively, 
Um, I think the Browns are in a good spot, but I agree with everything you said basically about Houston. I think their team is super exciting this year. Obviously no one expected them to be at this level. So the fact that you already arrived here um, kind of feels like they're just on borrowed time at this point. Um, but just the level of composure that you've seen from CJ Stroud, uh, generational talent, man, this guy, um, there's a reason why a lot of people are talking about, you know, um, that there's only a handful of guys that you might want to have at quarterback in front of him, just because uh, clearly everything he's put out on film this year really speaks to that as a rookie leading the league in interception percentage, right? Uh, just mm -hmm. taking care of the ball and seeing the game as such a veteran, as a rookie, man, super impressive. Uh, but I just feel like overall the pieces aren't there just yet for the Texans, but that's a team to keep your eye out for God damn it. Because oh, sure. even, even when we beat them week two, and I think we, we, we did some damage to them. I think we won like 33 or something. Um, even then though, I knew that was a very quality win because the way, the way right. their pass rush is getting after it, man, Will, Will Anderson turned out to be a goddamn beast for them. And uh, yeah. they're going to be a problem for whoever they come up against in the next couple of years, for sure. But um, the oh, new definitely. look Texans, right? Whenever we see them figure out that run game and their yeah. receivers at full capacity, man, next season, uh, those guys are going to be for real and, and one to just, look out for, for sure. I just thought about something. What if they get in on the on Derrick Henry uh, train? Wouldn't yeah. that be interesting? That'd be, that'd be phenomenal, right? I mean... Yeah. As far as making a divisional move, that's it feels like a low blow, right? It feels I like know, a, I know. a heartless move, but why not? I, I mean, if the money's there and it works out for him, I just want to see Derrick Henry get paid, no matter where yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. right? He deserves show, it. Show the worth of that position, too, because what he's been able to do in his career is nothing short of phenomenal. But um, I think the position is better because he is a player. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man, I would love him on the Texans. I also love him on the Ravens, from being real. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Texans is a great spot. I think if the Texans, it, they're looking to shore up anything, it's going to be the interior line because their interior line was really mm -hmm. good this year. Um, mm -hmm. But in general, if you could deepen that and then add a, a couple different weapons, man, this team is a championship contender, to say the least. Yeah. But it's a good thing, too, because all you got is time, right? You got a rookie yeah. quarterback. You got time to figure this out. Um, a lot of the young um, receivers on this team are on their rookie contract still, too. So um, no need to rush this team at all. But uh, I, I think it's the Browns time, even though, I mean, the storyline, right, of the Deshaun Watson trade is kind of in the background because he's injured. Mm -hmm. uh, but the script writers are really on one for this uh, super wildcard hey. weekend, man. We got so many yeah. different storylines to consider here, but that one's kind of in the background because he's injured, obviously. But um, I, I, I think we're both confident now in the Browns taking this one. But honestly, I won't be shocked if the Texans take it outright. And I'll say this right now. Um, out of either of these teams, I'd be more scared to go up against the Texans than I would to go up against the Browns. I'm just being real. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they again, they've they've got an identity down there. They they know exactly how they want to play. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see you know what happens for them next season. Honestly, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it for a while. For sure. And I mean, the same goes for the Browns too, right? Like they have so many mm -hmm. questions that need to be answered too. Is Deshaun Watson that guy anymore? Um, no. Is, is the biggest question, right? No. It's crazy. He's not. He's not. And I think it was, It was. I thought it was weird when they, they, they paid him that much to begin with. I agree. 
Um, the handy just, money, man. Bro. <laughs> it's crazy. I think it's very, it's very interesting to see, like, how teams are willing to spend for specific players. That one was – that one – if if – if he doesn't come back and play to his level, that or at least to a level that we know that he can get to, um, it's going to be intriguing to see where this ranks in terms of like busts for payment, right? Like you paid this much for this player and and got nothing out of him. Where that's going to end up ranking in there because that that's there's a lot of players you could talk about that that got the money but didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be one that I think you I was can about talk to say about. the poster boy for this conversation, Kirk Cousins. You could argue Cousins. is definitely way more accomplished than than he. Oh has. yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see what it, what's going. Oh, maybe is he out? Is he out of Minnesota? That's a great question too. Um, who knows? Who knows? He said he was willing to take a pay cut. So when you start saying stuff like that, uh, yeah. maybe the seat is a little hot. Who knows? Yeah. I ain't taking no pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned it. He's like, I'll take a, a a family discount, right? That's when you know uh, you, you got people looking at your job when you're saying shit like that. Yeah. I ain't saying nothing like that to any of my employers, I promise you. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I will never say that to an employer. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. There's so many different angles, so many things to talk about, but we're going to move on to our second wild card matchup. We have the Dolphins going up against... The Chiefs at Arrowhead, Saturday, 8 p.m., the first matchup to take place in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 2024, (laughs) on Peacock, a streaming service, Uh, the first game to air on a streaming service solely, right? The first NFL playoff game that we got to pay for. I think it's clear, right, by the by the context <laughs> I give you here that this is kind of what I want to talk about first, God damn it. Cause I think this matchup is is fun to talk about too. But how do you yeah. feel about uh before we get into the matchup, how do you feel about um this change and whether or not uh things continue to go in this direction in the future as far as um playoff games behind a play paywall, god damn it. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that to be honest. I, I, I think it's mainly because I'm I'm already paying for so many services. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be able to watch this game, that game. But yeah, when you think about it, yeah, it is behind a paywall. Um, I think we're gonna end up seeing it, man, because where where we are with streaming services, and we've talked about this on Realish, but where we are with streaming services, I think it kind of makes sense that the these leagues get onto them, right? Um, in terms of a playoff game, that that does make it seem a little different, though. I I never thought about that. I never thought about that. But I think this is where we're going anyway. So I I think the and I told you this before, but I think the streaming services are going to end up combining to the point where you only have like two or three anyway. Um, that's and that'll be you know down the line. But I think that's where we're gonna. Well, that's where we're headed. You know, so. Yeah, my, could my you world. imagine that these streaming services collabing together, just coming together and becoming Bro. television networks? <laughs> Who would have thought? thought? We're back to we're back <laughs> in a full circle. God damn it! Cable okay, wasn't so bad, was it? Monopolistic, money hungry motherfuckers, right? The whole pitch for streaming services was, "Hey, it's not as expensive. You're only spending twenty. Yeah. 
But goddamn, when you got 50 of them, those 20, 2020s add up real quick, man. Almost paying more for, for streaming than you are for cable. Sheesh. Yeah. And you, you get your you. internet with the cable, too. So it's like I'm yeah. paying for way more on that side of things. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's going to be one of the least viewed playoff games, uh, to say the least. I, I would imagine yeah. the ratings on that one aren't going to come out too hot. Uh, I, but I, I wouldn't imagine it would. It's only right, though, that we start on the actual analysis. I'm going to force myself. I'm up first, goddamn, but we got we to gotta alternate things on this side. But Dolphins on the road at the Chiefs, obviously the storyline here is the Tyreek Hill comeback, right? We've had this game mm-hmm. already, uh, but in a playoff setting is makes it more exciting, and especially when you have the narrative of goddamn if only we could put some glue on these receivers' gloves uh, in Kansas City, <laughs> because man, uh, none of these guys could catch a damn pass. I mean, a historic yeah. forty, I believe it was forty-four drop passes this past season. Um, mm-hmm. An insane outlook on an already pretty fun storyline. And um, as far as the matchup goes, man, I would feel a lot more confident in going out on a whim and picking the Dolphins if a uh, they haven't been sliding recently. Uh, but B, um, they haven't dealt with the injuries that they have late season, especially to uh, a lot of their main dynamic weapons, right? A-Chain is yeah. back, but is he back to the form that he was before his injury? I don't really think so. So obviously, yeah. Mostert's going to be starting and in full effect in this one. But um, I just think all things considered, both of these teams are very strong on on um on offense, right? I, I lied. The Chiefs aren't that strong on offense, but mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco is gonna eat. Like that's a storyline yeah. to watch out for because of Chubb's injury, because of all the the different injuries for uh, the Dolphins. It's such a strange dynamic to think of, right? But when you look at this matchup, you gotta think the Chiefs have the better defense, um, and funny enough, the Dolphins have the better offense, right? So it's gonna be a matter mm-hmm. of can can we uh, get these guys off the field long enough uh, that the run game can save us? Uh, it's going to be an interesting one, but ultimately, you know me. I have an affiliation for who I still believe is the best quarterback in the NFL, and that is Patrick Mahomes. I think ultimately between him, Pacheco, and um, Mr. Travis Kelsey, of course, Mr. Swift himself, uh, they're going to figure out a way to get this win done at home. But honestly, I won't be surprised if the Dolphins rally and make this a fun game, especially if it starts getting into that uh, 30, 20 point game territory where it's a it's a real uh, race for touchdowns. I could definitely see mm-hmm. the Dolphins competing for sure. Part of me actually wants to go with them still uh, because... I everything you said about about the Chiefs. I I I don't know. I put it like this: I don't see the flip the the switch automatically flipping for the Chiefs. Um, I told you coming into the season, I I didn't believe in them like that. Um, and and may have not proven me to be wrong. I this this something like when you don't have the guys there, you know, I, I, Mahomes can only do so much. Uh, I think the fact that they have accomplished this much deserves some respect, right? Because oh no, it, it does. Historically it does, bad, does. definitely like, does. historically it's been really bad, bad on that side. It's yeah. been really bad, and 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 Kelsey's not playing up to his his level, which makes you then the conspiracy theorists uh, think about you know is this a Taylor Swift effect? Um, but I'm gonna go with them. I'm not wow. confident. 
Wow. I'm I can't believe confident. can't believe you picked the Chiefs in the playoffs. <laughs> that just that just gave me a little heart flutter right there. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go with them. I'm just I'm I'm honestly not I'm not confident because yeah, the their run game is gonna be what it is. Pacheco, like you said, is definitely gonna eat. He he's a good running back, but one of the better so ones in the league. Life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Won yeah. me a fantasy chip in the last hey, week. Uh, hey, I'm biased. Yeah, I I'm biased. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won with him too, and I, I think, I think he's he's a he's a he's a he's a really good player. I just don't know that you can fully rely on him. Like yeah. you can't only lean on him. You have to have other. You have to have those that 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 passing game to be a threat to open the lanes up for him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's where I'm kind of like. I don't know, but I'm going to go with them. Yeah. I'm not confident, though. I would not be shocked if the, the Dolphins were able to go in there and steal this one. But yeah. seeing what the Bills just did to them, I don't know. <laughs> I don't see yeah. that happening. Do not I see think that it happening. really it really all hinges on my guy who will turn the ball over, right? If if that guy shows up, <laughs> then then certainly the Dolphins don't got a chance. But uh, I, I think yeah. there's there's ranges. There's right, 50 shades of Tua. Um, which guy is going to show up? I think yes. ultimately that's what decides this playoff game. And I think it's very clear why we're both going with the chiefs in this one, but God damn, if it, if anything feels like the dark arts, it's, it's hearing you rooting for the chiefs next up. Not rooting, not rooting. I'm just, I'm going to just pick them, but I'm not rooting for them. I respect it. I respect it. Next up, we got the Steelers, the last seed Steelers on the road going up against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the playoff game that, Frank, quite frankly, nobody asked for. Right? This is nah. this is the the garbage nah. bowl right here. Um, yes, I, I, I'm gonna frame the the discussion this way: um, If the Steelers somehow move on, uh, what happens to this Bills team? Full reset, right? At minimum, McDermott is gone. Bill Burr, damn, you can't lose Bill Burr. <laughs> At minimum, bro, because I don't I don't see how you could lose to the Steelers and and keep your job. Mm-hmm. Not after what we've expected from them over the last few years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I think this is you know I think they'll they're definitely gonna win the game, but if they don't, sheesh, it's crazy, right? I, crazy I, to even think I don't, about. I, the, that's a crazy thought, bro. That's a crazy thought. And it reminds me of that opening game. When was it? It wasn't this season, right? It was the season before where the, where the Steelers were, were able to pull off the upset in um, mm-hmm. Bill's territory. And uh, just such a weird situation. Obviously, the, the big news around this game is that uh, TJ Watt has uh, that MCL injury, which was initially uh, reported as a tear. And then they sort of walked it back once they made the playoffs, which if you ask me is the most disgusting shit you can do as an organization in my opinion if someone (laughs) tore their damn mcl why would you let them play i don't care how good or or what chances you think you have at winning the super bowl is just absolutely negligent if that guy plays man i will be honestly shocked but um yeah man i don't know this one feels like a gimme for sure like it feels like if the bills uh somehow implode here um, everyone's just going to be with their jaw dropped. Um, but in general, you kind of have to question too, like, yes, the bills, 
the Bills got here, right? They're the second seed. Mm-hmm. They did what they had mm-hmm. to do. But when you look at their season as a whole, right, they've just barely made this work by winning out, right, by turning their season season around at the end. And yeah. um, I never really feel too good about Josh Allen when he's had this extended period of just winning, right? It's been uh, five-plus weeks now where he's just been winning. Uh, for me, it kind of feels like a loss is due. And I don't know if that's just regular season mentality when it comes to Josh yeah. Allen or what. Um, but I'm definitely going to be picking the the Bills to win here. But um, I don't know. I just don't feel too confident on the Bills as a whole moving forward. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to take the Bills here as well. Um, I... I think I feel a little bit better about them than you do, but I I see exactly where you're coming from with it. I, it it's not that difficult to see it. <laughs> it's not. It, it, it's it's very possible they could lose um after this, but I I think they they definitely pull this one off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and and we talked a lot of shit about the Steelers. I think this was a successful year for them too. I mean, it sucks that you have playoff Mason Rudolph, right? That sucks sucks to be in that scenario. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope Kenny Pickett is the solution because um, as a as a Ravens fan, it's been fun to watch his development. Uh, but long term, most Steelers fans probably don't agree with me. So that's another yeah. team to sort of have an eye on uh, about what they're going to do moving forward for sure. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, you said it earlier. I think um, uh, Russell Wilson uh, being an option for them, too, would be would be intriguing. But we'll see. Yes, sir. Only time shall tell. Next up, we have a game that I'm sure you are going to be particularly interested in. We've got the Packers mm-hmm. on the road going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this one's going to be taking place Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Ah, oh, man, I'm going to lead the dance with this one because, God damn it, this is the first one that I'm just letting the nuts hang here. And I'm going to be real. This isn't a um, let the nuts hang because uh, I got a weird feeling kind of thing. It's a it's a I'm going to put it all out there because I already know who these guys are. I'm picking the Packers to upset the, the Cowboys at home. I think ultimately the Packers recently in the last couple of weeks have really come together defensively, most importantly. And their offense has really uh, come together, too, with Jalen Reed becoming a real threat on that side of the ball. It sucks to not have Christian Watson here. Um, But I think ultimately the Packers have really peaked at the right time on top of facing a team that just historically chokes in the Dallas Cowboys now. Uh, please, I hope my dad's not hearing this, right? He's going to, he's going to fucking lose his shit if he heard any of this, but, um, I just, I have known this team for too long to be a choker, to feel confident picking them in any scenario, um, let alone, um, a wild card weekend, but, uh, it kind of feels like a default pick, right? It kind of feels like maybe I'm just being lazy here and I'm not, I'm not acknowledging the threat that CD has become and the threat that Dak Prescott was this year. Uh, but ultimately, I just think Tony Pollard, although I did believe in his step up, I tend to feel that he is not that guy. And I think come playoff time, which is where we are, uh, that's where his his sort of contribution is most needed from this team. And I think that's where they end up falling short, man. Give me the Packers on the road. Honestly, I I agree with you. Because I think even with Pollard uh, becoming the, the guy there, I, their offense seems more so one-dimensional. 
so I'd be interested to see what happens uh with with the Cowboys moving forward. Um let's let's uh, they won the division, right? But let's not act like they they like they ran the NFC East. Like let's not act like this is this was like oh this is ours, right? We gave it to them. We 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 gift wrapped that division for the Cowboys. So I don't know, man. I, I I do agree. I think Jordan Love is going to put on a show. Um, Black Jesus. I don't know, man. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I have that feel. I have that same feeling you have. I think we could see an upset here. Wow, I can't. I can't believe we're unanimous. Right? Kind of makes me feel yeah. like damn. I, I it has to happen, right? At this point, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I just do not trust this team at all when it comes to playoff no, time. I do when, not. When the lights are brighter, we have not seen Dak Prescott deliver in the playoffs. I, so until I see it. Yeah. Engage me in this hypothetical for a second. Let's say yeah. Dallas moves on from this round. Is this a team that you think is a actual Super Bowl contender at this point from what they've shown? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm gonna be honest, man. I think um, at this point today, if you were to say that there is a team that's going to win a Super Bowl, it would be the Baltimore Ravens. If you were to look at it today, so I don't care if the Cowboys got to the Super Bowl, they're not getting past the Ravens. Do not see it. Do not see it. Um, I think the Cowboys are a team that that's that's a glitzy team and to be honest i think because of their success this season <laughs> it's gonna make it even funnier because jerry jones ain't gonna do anything yeah. to uh for, for this team next season to to help them improve let's just put it like that i, I think mike mike mccarthy is going to stay which i think before this season we, we were probably looking at him probably like, yeah this is probably gonna be his last season uh there um which don't get me wrong, I actually think that some of the things that he's done, especially with Dak Prescott, has been really good. Dak has played better this year. Like I don't don't get it twisted, and I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm I'm going to just sit here and 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 just trash them. They have done better. They have, but I think that their success this season set them up to to not make certain moves next season, and it's going to be interesting to see what those moves will be. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a great shot. I, don't think I, I, agree. I, I think because we're both <laughs> on the same page, it kind of makes us look crazy, right? It kind of makes us yeah, yeah, look yeah. like we're yeah. like 100% sure in a, certain of this. Um, it's just the, the track record speaks for itself, man. And I just it does. feel like it does. Uh, this organization specifically, while built this season, you could argue, uh, with the right pieces to find yourself in playoff contention. Um, mm -hmm. I just think it all falls apart, man. It all falls apart for this team. And if it doesn't happen now, it'll happen next round. But uh, we are both going with the Packers here. And what a story for that franchise, right? Uh, to go from first year quarterback to uh, now we're going to the second round of the playoffs. Like, I, I think that'll really change the tenor around Jordan Love, even though I think that conversation yeah. should have been started already considering how well he did this season, uh, despite yeah. early hiccups, man. So shout out to the Packers. We'll see if that 
prediction plays out. Next up, we've got the Rams on the road for the first time in years in Detroit against the Lions on Sunday night, prime time, 8 p.m. Derek, I've set the stage. Why don't you tell me how you feel this matchup is going to go? Oh, man. I think it's set up to be an early exit for the for the Lions. I, 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 it seems as if the Rams started to... Hmm. They started to... They hit this, their stride in the last couple of games of the season. And I think that has been pretty good for them um, to go into this matchup. Stafford, I'm assuming, even though that's home, you know, he 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 loves the, the Lions. I'm I'm assuming there's nothing but love there. There is also going to be that feeling of of get back there, right? I don't know. I don't know. The Lions could very well win this game, but I don't feel like they're gonna win this one. I think I think the, the with with um uh oh I'm gonna mess his name up. Uh Nakua. Nakua. Yes, yeah, sir. I think with his emergence, that that's really helped their offense out a lot. Um, and Kyron it's gonna be Williams interesting too. to see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens. But I could see where they win it when they win this this matchup. But then I could also see where the Lions win it. It's like I, I don't know, but I'm gonna go with the Rams in this one. Um, I think that 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 extra little motivation that would be there. But this also going to be motivation for Jared Goff, too. Let's not, not lie yeah. like this. You know, he's only one. Jared Goff is going to have some little bit of motivation as well. But I don't know. I somewhat, I just feel like the Rams have been picking up at the right time where it seems like this could be when they, they pick up and, and win this one. Great shout, man. I'm going to be honest here. This one's kind of tricky for me, right? Because... Yeah. I will be honest. I am going to be rooting for the Lions here. I want the Lions to do well. Obviously, it's yeah. been so long since they've been in this spot. Uh, you want to see them have some success. But I tend to agree with you, man. When you look at a matchup with two playoff teams that have outstanding offenses, you got to think, man, who has the better defense? That's usually going to yes. come out on top, right? And uh, we talk so much about the whitest pass rush in the league. Shout out to the Lions. Um, I think ultimately having a game changer like Aaron Donald with that championship level experience on that side of the ball. Um, even if they're, um, they're, why am I forgetting the name? Their cornerbacks aren't to the level uh, historically you remember as Jalen Ramsey. I still feel like their defense as a whole is still very much so one of the best in the league and keeps them very competitive uh, and when they have an explosive offense like that, man, it's hard to argue against the Rams. I'm going to be picking the Rams here as well. Kind of funny. We just think alike, right, when it comes to uh, a lot of these football matchups. But great minds tend to do that. Um, I, I really do feel like the Rams resurgence has been something to watch, man. Mm -hmm. um, I am someone that has drafted in a dynasty league in the fourth round, Puka Nakua. Someone that knew, Ooh. hey, this is a guy to look at, but... I didn't know it was going to be to this level, right? So what he's been able yeah. to produce this season is insane. Um, Kyron Williams' outbreak for this team has been awesome. That's another guy that needs to get paid because uh, doing all this on a rookie deal, man, <laughs> save, yeah. save some of it, right? We, we got to get you paid, yeah. brother. Save some of it. Uh, but this team's offense is really good after 
like the way it turned around this season after um, having that hangover year after the Super Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. nothing short of remarkable, man. This team is retooled and honestly ready to contend for another couple of years. I won't be surprised if Aaron Donald uh, says, fuck it, I ain't retiring. I ain't fucking yeah. leaving. Shout out to uh, <laughs> what's this guy's name uh, from Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I ain't fucking leaving. Uh, I, I won't oh, be yeah, surprised yeah, yeah. if we yeah. see <laughs> Aaron Donald yeah. stick around for a couple more years, man. This Rams team is for real. And like you said, man, uh, Puka Nakua is that guy. So obviously, I once I, I mentioned at the top, I want the Lions to do well here. I think their offense is phenomenal. Um, between their two star running backs, because they have two. There's some teams that don't mm-hmm. even got one, and this team has two. God damn it! Yeah. Um, yeah. it's gonna be a race to 40 points, in my opinion. And when you have the better defense, you tend to edge it out. So, yeah, picking the Rams, man. But it should be a fun one. I think of all of them, this is my game, game that I have highlighted for sure because it, it should yeah. be the most exciting. Now we get to talk about a very enticing matchup for you, Derek. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. We've got the Eagles on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday at 8 p.m. It's been a season, right? Um, Starting 10 and 1. uh, Unfortunately, things uh, went in a different direction towards the end of the season. And obviously, Jalen Hurts is a little banged up coming into this game, but how are yeah. you feeling about this playoff game on the road and uh, your outlook for 2023-2024 for the Eagles? I'm going to be honest, man. Um, this game is set up to be one of those um, defining games. Like, this, this we're going to actually see who this team is this week, right? And I believe the identity of this team or the, 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 the representation of this team comes down to coaching. So to be completely honest with you, if they don't blow the Buccaneers out, Sirianni can go. I'm already at the point where Sirianni can go. But actually, I'll put it like this. Short of winning the Super Bowl, Sirianni can go. Wow. At this That's point, high expectations, brother. At this point, because you have been reluctant to changing certain aspects of your team. And that is with the coordinators, you know, um, they try to put the, the bad defense, uh, uh, defensive calls on Sean Desai. And you see Matt, Matt Patricia gets put into that spot and it's worse. It's not even the same. It's worse. For sure. Um, and with the personnel, with all due respect, I need to mention personnel. this. With the personnel getting better on that side of the ball, it has gotten worse. So make you, that you make sense. You went out and got Shaq Leonard, and 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 you still can't figure out how to stop anyone. How does that happen? You know, I, like there are no excuses. There are no excuses, and I believe that honestly, um, the roster is there. Go like this. I actually think that they can still get to the Super Bowl, like if they just go, if they just do it, they could actually still get there. 
it, it, like it's not about the personnel. The personnel is not bad. Any team would want to have that type of personnel on their roster. You know what I'm saying? Like they would want that. But we, the coordinators, man. Brian Johnson, I, I, you know, saw that, that the Panthers want to hire. I mean, want to uh, interview him for for the head coach. Please take him. Please take him. Brian Johnson needs to go. Sirianni needs to go. Uh, uh, Matt Patricia and Shonda Sai, they need to go. I like you. Ca- you cannot tell me that they have this type of team last year. Go to the Super Bowl. Lost. Then come back into the season, you start off ten and one, and then what? Now all of a sudden, you can't you can't stop anyone. Like the 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 49ers and the Cowboys game that that back to back to me, honestly, I was looking at it, I was like, okay, you know what? It is it is it is what it is. You're not gonna win every game, right? But it was it was what happened after those two games that got me to the point where I'm just like, I'm good. I mentally checked out on the Eagles. I and I just want to reiterate, I just want to reiterate, this is fucking rare, right? Like, from where we yeah. were at the start yeah. of the season to being in a place where you feel this way is kind of crazy, bro, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it's it's honest, right? Like, what 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 we've seen the last couple of weeks, I didn't even watch the rest of, like, I didn't finish the first quarter last week. How could you? Yeah, how could you? That was a despicable performance, honestly. They were up by what, twenty four, I believe, in the yeah. first quarter. Who saw that coming? <laughs> Nobody. Not even the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even the Giants. The Giants are like, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, I, if you're not gonna show up and play, it is what it is. And I, I get Devontae Smith was out. I get DeAndre Swift was out. I get AJ Brown went down in the game. But nothing. You're not doing anything. I, I I got nothing for you, man. Like they should win this game, and I'm gonna pick them to win this game. They better show up. But this this shouldn't even be a close game. Yeah. And I have a I, feeling it's gonna be close. I have a feeling it's gonna be close, and that's got nothing to do with the personnel. I'll be to be completely honest with you, because if you've seen how they've utilized Hassan Riddick, uh, I'm sorry, Hassan Reddick this this season, mm-hmm. it's abysmal. It doesn't even make sense how they've utilized dropping that man. coverage. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Why, why, why? The defensive line can't even get to anybody. Why? It's the coordinators. The, the people that are putting them in place. The exact same reason we lost the Super Bowl. Because the defensive coordinator put them in horrible positions and couldn't stop anything. So what like what what, what do you expect? If you have court if you're bringing in of coordinators that are going to do the exact same thing as Jonathan Gannon did. And then you let Jonathan Gannon come into Philly and do that. Yeah. That was sad too. I don't care so, if it was. I don't care if it was James Conner was the one that was going off. Like at the end of the day, uh, the yeah. fact that you guys lost that game and then follow that up with the Giants. Like I'm gonna be real with you. I, I just got to jump in here because I I feel 
the way you're going about this. And I agree. Like, I am ultimately picking the Eagles here. But I also need to just make this known and say this. I think even if the Eagles were on a roll right now, I feel like this Bucks team is a significantly difficult matchup that people don't acknowledge. I oh, think yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. both yeah. sides of the ball, their line is impeccable. Um, yeah. A lot of teams in the NFL, even some playoff teams, would wish that they had a line like them on offense and defense. Um, on top of having real big playmakers like Mike Evans and Rashad White, who had an amazing season this year, um, and obviously being led by Make- Baker Mayfield, who goddamn won me a bet that was two two years in the running on this show. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things as far as matchup-wise that makes this a difficult outing. Uh, but when you yeah, consider yeah. all those things as well, like the slide you guys are on and needing to find your footing – after resting guys like that's a big part that people miss out on too like yes this is the play-in tournament right this is what we've all waited for but at the same time we haven't had actual game reps in most cases for two plus weeks right um so i just wanted to make it clear how even if the eagles do somehow end up losing here it's not like this was just a collapse for the ages and fucking nobody deserves to be here. I would hate for that to be the narrative because if you ask me, this Eagles team is a historically good team and it's still one of the most dangerous teams to match up against because they're so oh, yeah. low-seeded compared to yeah. the level of talent they have on their squad. So yeah. um, I am also picking the Eagles here, but I just got to make it be known. This is not an easy matchup. And I no, think it's the, not. I think if the Eagles can come out right on this side of it, I think they're playoff ready. I think if they can bounce back here, fuck all the skids. If they can win this game, they're live. And if they're live, they're Super Bowl contenders. Let's get that shit straight. They have to win the game decisively. Not not just like I don't think so. Narrow. No, for for me, they have to. For your faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, because I'm I'm telling you, I like what I've seen in these games, and there are people that are even uh theorizing that uh Big Dom, the security guy that was on the <laughs> sideline, there were people that are theorizing that that he was the one that was actually, you know, coaching this team. And that since he hasn't been on the sideline and this is so skid, it you know, mm-hmm. coincides. But I mean, you know, even with I would I would tend to agree. But if you think back to that San Francisco game, we were losing when he was on the sideline. It's not like correlation we were... does not equal causation, ladies. And yeah, gentlemen. I just <laughs> I don't I don't I don't really buy it. But you know that that there is a certain level of energy that has not been there. Uh, uh that a fight and is again, there there is there's. I'm not saying that the players are absolved from from those issues or those those reasons, but. When you look at these at this team versus last year, how they looked, you know, I mean, but you can't you can't tell me you beat the Bills the way you did this season, and you're not that team anymore. You can't tell me you beat even the beat beat the Cowboys this team this year and not that type of team anymore. You can't tell me you you beat the Chiefs this year and you're not that team anymore. You can't you can't tell me those things. So in order to get me to actually believe that they can, because I still believe they can go on that run, but in order for me to believe that they will go on that run, they have to like win this decisively. Like this has to be like at minimum a two score game. 
at high minimum. expectations, brother. Because I, I, I think it's high expectations for. I think him, it's man. that competitive of a game. I don't know. I, I feel like I know it's it going to be a competitive game. It is. But here's the thing: it's not even just a score, right? Like mm-hmm. effort. If if what yeah. we're looking at, you're not even trying. I don't care. You could have given the the, the playoff spot to, to to the Giants at that point, in my opinion. Like I don't care. Yeah. I I want to see effort, and that's not just with the players. That's with coaching. That's with the coordinators. Like at least try, try to actually win this game. Try to help your guys be put into a better position. Don't sit here and just be like, oh, oh what the hell? You know, I guess we're just going to go home. I, no, no, no. Because that's so not his team. You, you, you got me fired up over here. Do you think, given the injury to Jalen Hurts last week, that that mm-hmm. team can even show up? Do you think that's even a possibility, given the fact that he is also injured? He is injured. Coming into yeah. this week. Um, I think he'll put like this. I think he can do better. Sure. I I, I think that it's injury or not. I think it's very possible. If you're stepping out on that field, damn it, you better do something. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I put it. You like you if you're gonna step on that field, you better do it. You better do it. And and he's got that mentality, he's got that 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 um ability. To go out there and 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 go for it, he's got it. I don't think if we lose this game, personally, I don't think it's going to be on him. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I I think honestly, I think it most likely more so would be on the on the secondary, because like you said, you got Godwin and uh uh Mike Evans on the outside and Bradbury, bro. I was about to say as an observer. How how can you describe this collapse? Because on both sides of that uh, defensive end, yeah. I don't I don't think we're figuring things out. But Bradbury That's specifically, secondary. man, it's strange to see such a fall off over the course of the season. The because mm. early on it was Super not Bowl. this bad. Since since the Super early Bowl. on in this year, it was not this no, bad. It was it was it was. Wow, his coverage has been slow. And we it's were talking shit like about he's... Eli Apple. Eli Apple held it down for the well, Dolphins. God damn it! Bro. I wouldn't compare it. <laughs> I, he's not, he ain't down low. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that um, between Bradbury and Slay is definitely their last season in Philly. One of them. Both of them. Oh. One of them. One of them. And I think it's most likely Bradbury. Avante Maddox. As much as I love that guy, every season there is a, a a major injury to this guy, and then it leaves it leaves uh the the defense in shambles. It's weird. It's weird. I, I you know so I I I don't know what the expectation is, but. Maddox got to go. Maddox got to go. Bradbury most likely got to go. And you got to find someone that, that's going to be able to take up that spot, whether he's on the roster or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Eli Ricks is a, is a very um, promising pl- a player, but he, he's got to clean up his mistakes as well. I just think, I think this is the time to, sh- uh, to show up or shut up. Like, 
Like you either show up and play or shut up and go home. I, I like is it, I the whole everything that we heard in in the in the um in the press conferences after the games or in this one in five stretch has been oh we're you know we're gonna learn we're gonna learn well y'all are some slow learners yeah learn kind <laughs> of put that shit in practice learn yeah and it's not just the players that's that's what I'm saying like what w- w- this whole thing starts with the head of the of 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 the team and that would be Nick Sirianni you're the head coach right the offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators are 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 implementing your strategy your game plan damn bro it's just so hard for me to believe that after a season like this, even if let's say, for example, hypothetically, hear me out here, we're both picking the Eagles, right? Yeah. But hypothetically, yeah. let's say the Bucks come out and win this game. Me personally, what Sirianni has achieved the last two years, you can't fire that man. Like oh, in my can? opinion, yes, you cannot can. fire that man. Like, how about this? You cannot. Doug Peterson. <laughs> Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl and was gone two years after. But Doug Peterson didn't win his win a Super Bowl in his rookie year. Obviously, he didn't win it. But um, in his sophomore year, I mean, he made it. Bro, in his sophomore bro, year, bro, I don't care. That man got a statue. Show me. <laughs> that man got a statue outside of that stadium, and was fired after winning the Super Bowl. If you're willing to do that for Doug Peterson. Sirianni ain't gotten. He ain't Dude, no better. If Do that not happens, care. me personally, Sirianni, Sirianni can go. I'm uh, look again. I'll be shocked. Short, shocked. short of winning the Super Bowl, Sirianni's got to go anyway. Wow. In order for you to feel comfortable moving forward. Yes. Wow. Yes, because you you went and hired Brian Johnson as the offensive coordinator because he was. He's been there, but he was also like Jalen Hurts' friend. Like, I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, like, come on, bro. Come on. Yeah. Not when the enemy was, was, you could have went out and gotten him. The prime target, literally. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't do that. You missed out on Vic Fangio and then went and got Desai just because that's consolation prize. Brian yeah, Flores was like- out there. Consolation prize for sure. Was Brian Flores out there? Yep. And look where he so ended what, up on a Vikings team that had no shot of being a good defense, and they still were more formidable still, than most that's other. That's what teams. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This 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 is beyond just what happened this season. The 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 flower that Sirianni said was growing on, like the roots were growing under the ground and stuff like that. That flower is dead. It's dead and gone. Sirianni, Sirianni, got to go. Sirianni, got to go. So I got to ask you, plain as day, does this, does this game, does your fandom hinge on this game? Like, is nah, this? Is it? Nah, I, I got to ask. I got to nah, ask. <laughs> nah. You know when my fandom actually hinged was when they were willing to to keep Chip Kelly. That last year, Chip Kelly was there. I was like, all right, you know what? Y'all keep him one more season. I'm out. The goat, Matt Barkley. 
Shout out Matt Barkley, USC baby. <laughs> Bro, and and once they once they got rid of him, I was like, okay, I can I can feel better because you don't get rid of uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, Lashawn McCoy, who were all balling. That was a Super Bowl team with Mike Vick. Yeah, you don't you don't move on from them and keep what uh, 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 Riley Cooper. The Riley y'all, Cooper. Y'all, have, you, have you heard of Riley Cooper? Have you heard anything from him in the last couple of years? Hell no. I look even when he was in Philly, I still didn't hear about anything about him. Yeah, the Riley Cooper era ended as quickly as it began, for sure. Yeah, that's when my fandom hinged on on this team. Wow. Was where yeah, you going a, to? Were, you're not in the worst spot. You're not in the worst. Spot. Nah, I think nah. I think there's a real chance you guys make a big run here. Even I think they can. I think they can, but guess what? It's still nut up or shut up. For sure. Damn, Derek, you got me fired up, bro. This is this is gonna be a great weekend. That's what I'm saying, like, bro. I can't, I can't be more fired up than the team. That can't happen. I ain't making millions of dollars from from the Eagles. They ain't paying me. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But why, why, why am I more hyped and 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 into this god damn it why i i think we'll see that and that starts with sirianni bro i I swear on everything starts with him we better if i don't if i don't even see that bro i'm i'm telling you they not win this game damn and again i can see that you know when the you know when the season turned around for me when the the 49ers uh pushed bradbury around on the sideline and the other guys standing around did nothing (laughs) When y'all yes. let them come yes. into your house and push your boy around and you did nothing, that's when everything start, went, went, went downhill for me. Soft as baby shit. I agree. That that visual was egregious. There's no way it as was. a coach you see that and you're like fucking happy about your sideline. Yeah, that was terrible. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Damn. Well, the Eagles have a lot of fucking proving to do this week. If we've learned anything, we're both picking them here. Uh, yep. But it's time to show us, goddammit. And just like that, we're done, baby. That's all the wild card games we have. Obviously, we have the number one seeds, the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore motherfucking Ravens uh, waiting in the wings, right, for next week uh, to see how things are going to play out. Uh, But I think it's only right that we come to a close on the 2023-2024 season and we're looking forward to the playoffs that we give our announcement on our picks challenge for our third edition of this show. It's been obviously a blast to go head-to-head with this creative mind in the space, my guy Derek, but... There's only one winner, right? There's only space for one winner, goddammit. And this season, I had a very formidable season. I, I thought both of us really did phenomenally. Uh, but there can only be one winner, goddammit. And I finished the season going 154 wins with 70 losses, uh, which, if you ask me, when, you, when, when you're over 500, you're doing good. Uh, but oh, when you yeah. can be double over... Uh, you're looking real good. So I thought I did well. Um, but my guy, Derek, did a, a phenomenal job in his own right. And he finished the season 153 to 71. It is official. I have won this wow. year's picks challenge 
By wow. one point, ladies and gentlemen, I held on. Crazy. I held on for dear life. There was a point where I was <laughs> up by like five plus points, and I've just clung wow. on to a one point uh, lead to be a two time champ winner of the head to head picks. It took me two years, but God damn it, I'm over the hump. I've got two chips under the belt. God damn it. Uh, this was an awesome season, and I, I will have to say we're going to make sure the next season we have the full 18 games in there. We yes. only went 15 deep this time around, uh, but Plus. once again, what we have, a hey, hey, hey. <laughs> he said it, not me, all right? But uh, either way, I think what we did this time around was really phenomenal. I think, once again, our picks yeah. against the spread. We're, we're doing a lot better than most of you NFL analysts. So get your shit together, baby. It's clear. We or got some original us, thoughts. Got some original thoughts going on over here at OTS. <laughs> uh, but really great job. I, I think even though I won, it's important that I got to shower you with praise too, because both of us really fucking killed it. The fact that we ended mm -hmm. out that close. Uh, we're doing our thing over here at OTS. And we were, we were opposing most of those games. That's literally. Crazy. Yep. Literally. That's crazy. So yeah, man, I, I think I think I think we did a great job. We we all I that's one thing I don't have any questions about. Like we know exactly what the hell we're talking about. And yes, if you and if you are not listening and paying attention, you're missing out. But guess what? We're always gonna be here. So you, you can always jump on a train, baby. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come yeah, on. Better better late than never in this world, but just know yes, sir. when you come when you tune into the sideline, guys, you're getting nothing but the highest quality of football analysis. And god damn it, there's no one else I'd rather be doing it next to than my guy. So Derek, why don't you let them know once again where they can find you and your spectacular tweets, mostly about the Celtics these days. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. I ain't talking about the Eagles too much now. Even though the Celtics are down pretty bad right now. Uh I knew that what that game was going to be a cause for you being grumpy, but yeah. you, you turned in oh, an no, all-timer. Oh no, not grumpy, this. not grumpy. You turned we, in we, an all-timer. <laughs> we 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 on a we on a second of a back-to-back, -back and they went into overtime last night. I look, I, it's not the Garden. Was, it don't even count. You know what I'm saying? Say what y'all want. Say what y'all want. The Celtics are winning the championship this year, and 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 I am not deterred by one game. Hey, my OKC anyway, might have might have something to say about that, but I I like I would the way you're headed. I, like I would love to see the Celtics and and uh, the Thunder in the finals. That would be a fun matchup, to be completely honest. Dude, That'd imagine we matchup. get imagine we get both of our teams in the finals in two different sports, bro. What what oh would that do God. to us, bro? I, I'm not I'm not sure we're ready for that reality. I think we are. I think we are. <laughs> I, I think I think the audience would be would be highly entertained by that. So let's get it. Let's start. Let's start that campaign, man. Uh, you can way. follow me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D E R R I C K. The black way to spell it. Yes, sir. And make sure you follow me as well on TikTok and Twitter at Negron MMA, as well as Chris Negron underscore on Instagram. If you care to find out, got a lot of fun things on the horizon between MMA, Realish, and the sideline guys as a whole. So make sure you're tuned in and you're getting all that good stuff. But another another awesome one in the books, Derek. I just got to ask yes, you sir. as we close things out. On a scale of one to Bill Belichick. How checked out are you <laughs> on on the rest of the NFL season, or is it or is it just a we'll, we'll watch the Eagles? How checked out are you on the NFL right now? Checked out. I wouldn't say I'm 
checked out. I'm checked out on the Eagles. Mm. Checked out on the Eagles. But, you know, when when you're a fan of a sport, um, you're still going to be intrigued by certain games and, and matchups. And to be honest, what we're seeing from the from the Ravens is phenomenal. I like I can't I can't hate on that. Um, the only only person that is that's a Ravens fan that I don't want to enjoy this is a friend of mine, Gigi. Um, I if Gigi, if you're watching this, uh, if if you guys have been around OTS uh, for a couple of years, you've probably uh, seen her in the comments when we were doing uh, fans uh, battles. Uh, Gigi, if you're watching this, um, I would love for the to see the Ravens succeed. To be honest, as an AFC team, mm-hmm. I just don't want I just don't want you to to enjoy it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gigi, I'm sorry, but ain't nothing stopping this parade, baby. Ain't nothing stopping this parade. I have been over the moon, and I try not to talk about it too much, right? Because especially on this yeah. week, there's no reason to even bring up my Ravens, but I really, really appreciate that shout out. I think what we've accomplished this season has been nothing short of remarkable, and I can't wait to see how it all turns out. But overall, man, we got a phenomenal week of football ahead of us. Can't wait to find out who wins and who loses. But most importantly, I know if anyone's losing, it's the folks out there in Atlanta. I'm sorry, Derek. I got to do it to y'all. Falcons, get your shit together. Hawks, get your motherfucking shit together. The people of Atlanta deserve better. And I think there's no way to end this show than that. Derek, why don't you sign us off? Yes, sir. Well, I was I was gonna say in response to that, they do deserve better. But to be honest, if you choose teams like that as your team, do you really deserve better? Mm. Look in the fucking mirror, goddammit. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.